I'm Chiquita Banana and I've come to say Bananas have to ripen in a certain way And when they're flecked with brown and have a golden hue Bananas taste the best and are the best for you But bananas like the climate of the very, very tropical equator So you should never put bananas in the refrigerator Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial, and anywhere on the planet at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more. On everything from Aeolian to Xonophone, and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this week's show, we'll celebrate the birthdays of Benjamin Hapgood Burt, William F. Wurgis, and Justin Ring. We'll also take a musical trip to the city by the bay and listen to some pairings. Last week, June 27th, marked the birth in 1875 in Rutland, Vermont, of Benjamin Hapgood Burt to Benjamin Hercules Burt, a dry goods merchant, and Anna Marie Hapgood. In 1900, he was working as a bookkeeper in a Rutland bank, but later that year joined the Weber and Fields Company as an actor in their show, Fiddle Dee Dee. I don't know how he came by his musical skills, but from 1904 until 1925, he contributed music and lyrics to at least 20 Broadway shows. An article in a 1907 issue of Billboard said Benjamin Hepgood Burt has, through his work in the last four years, established himself as one of the most successful and versatile writers of the musical comedy stage in this country. Mr. Burt occupies a unique position in the field as he not only writes his own lyrics, but composes the music to them as well. His recent work as a writer of all the lyrics in Marie Cahill's Marrying Mary, which opened at Daly's Theater last August, proved his versatility as a librettist. At the present time, he is completing all the lyrics and music for Francis Wilson's musical comedy, Miss Dolly Waters. Benjamin Burt died in Amityville, New York on September 19, 1950. Back on the New Year's Day show, I played his song, The Owl in the Old Oak Tree, but here are three more by Benjamin Hapgood Burt. It was at a Pontrumpy that I met my wife Marie. She said, you look good to me. What's your regular salary? Tell me your name, dear. I'll take the same, dear. I could learn to marry you. And besides, my rent is due. Soon she had me on the way to the place where people say they love, honor, and obey. 
if you chance to feel that way. And when she wed me, right home she led me. It was fine to think her mine. That fox drop wedding day. Oh, oh, that fox drop wedding day. Oh, oh, she danced my heart away. Oh, oh, how sweet that band can play. And how fast the waiters came. In and out and back again. Oh, oh, how happy I could be. Oh, oh, if someone stole my race. For when I'm home now, I'm all alone now. Home's there, and I'm there, but she's dancing somewhere since that box truck wedding day. Every day at half past three, you can see my wife Marie feeling at some tangled tea with someone who is not me. I'm busy slaving and money saving while my little tango queen trips a dip and Argentine. Then that night I sit alone, wondering who rode home, sweet home. I've no doubt he must have known someone's home besides his own. Then I got more blues and read the war news until three when my Marie came castle walking home. Oh, oh, that fox trot wedding day. Oh, oh, she danced my heart away. Oh, oh, how sweet that band can play and how fast the waiters came in and out and back again. Oh, oh, how happy I could be. Someone stole Marie, for when I'm home now, I'm all alone now. Home's there, and I'm there, but she's dancing somewhere since that box trot wedding day. My name's Joshua Ebenezer Fry. I know a thing or two you bet you not to do. They don't catch me for I'm too damn sly. I've seen bunker men always got the best of them. Once I met a couple on the Boston train. They says, how be you? I says, that'll do. Drive right along with your damn skin game. Well, I'm swan, I must be getting on. Get up, Napoleon, it looks like rain. Well, I'll be sweet, the hay ain't hit. Come in when you're over to the farm again. I drove the old mare over to the county fair. Took my prize on a load of summer squash. Stopped at the cider mill, coming over by the hill. Come home tighter than a drum by gosh. 
was a dying bull, I gave away the old bull. Dropped both the reins clean out on the field. Got hung so darn late, couldn't find the barn gate. And my said, just wait, take pots I fill. Well, it's one of us be getting on. Yeah, Napoleon, it looks like when. Well, I'll be switched, the hay ain't pitched. Come in when you're over to the farm again. October, when I was far from sober, to keep my feet from wandering, I tried. My poor legs were all a flutter, so I lay down in the gutter, and a pig came up and lay down by my side. We sang, never mind the well, just as long as we're together, till a lady passing by was heard to say, all his self-respect he loses when such company he chooses, and the pig got up and slowly walked away. Yes, the pig got up and slowly walked away, slowly walked away, slowly walked away. Yes, the pig got up and then smiled and winked at me as he slowly walked away. One morning, Pat O'Reilly said to his missus shyly, Tonight some friends of mine are dining here. Said his wife, who comes from Bantry, sure there's nothing in the pantry. And the family pig collapsed in mortal fear. Mrs. Pat said, what the dickens? I can kill a pair of chickens. Or would pork with sage and onions be okay? Are these friends some men I'm knowing? Pat said, I should stand on the coin. And the pig got up and slowly walked away. Yes, the pig got up. 
and slowly walked away. Slowly walked away. Slowly walked away. Yes, the pig got up and smiled and shut one eye as he slowly walked away. You can tell a man who boozes by the company he chooses, and if even a pig won't have anything to do with you, well... There are lots of versions of the pig got up and slowly walked away, including Frank Crummett's, but there you have Billy Cotton and his band with Alan Breeze and Teddy Foster and their February 2nd, 1935 recording on Regal Xenophone G22373. Before that, Byron G. Harlan and Chorus with While I Swan from December 2nd, 1912. The M. Whitmark and Sons sheet music says the song is to be recited more than sung, which Harlan does, but the chorus, unidentified on the label of Victor 17263, singing the chorus is baritone Steve Porter, tenor John Beeling, and bass William F. Hooley. We started a tribute to Benjamin Burt with My Foxtrot Wedding Day. Irving Kaufman was the vocalist on that November 2, 1915 recording on Victor 17923, and Walter B. Rogers conducted the orchestra. And true to that article in Billboard, Benjamin Burt wrote the words and music to all three of those. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Last week, June 28th, marked the birth in 1876 in New York City of Justice Ringelben Jr. to Justice Ringelben Sr., an instrumentalist, composer, and arranger, and Rosina Leopoldina Kritzler. You may recognize him better as Justin Ring. He received piano and violin lessons as a child, was writing arrangements at age 14, and in 1899 joined the staff of the newly formed Universal Talking Machine Company, better known as Xonophone, where he served as accompanist on dozens of records being churned out by the company by unknown artists. He was befriended and mentored by Fred W. Hager, a military bandmaster, and in 1902 Ringelben's first few compositions were published by Hager. In 1903, Ringelben's first rag, Jovial Joe, was recorded by all the major labels, and in 1906, his most famous rag, Sweet Potatoes, was published under the name Justin Ringelben. His musical activity subsided for a time, but in 1909, Justin married Elsie Corrine Patz, and they had two daughters, Vera Eleanor and Marion Elizabeth. Around 1915, Ring resumed writing with Hager and arranging for him. In 1917, they both joined the newly formed OK Company with Hager, the lab director, and Ring, the studio A&R man, as well as pianist and percussionist on dozens of records. 
When OK went out of business in the early 30s, Ring moved to DECA and did some writing and sound effects work for weekly radio programs, but continued to collaborate with Hager on tunes into the mid-1940s. Hager retired to Florida in 1957 and died there the following year. Ring also moved to the Sunshine State, where he died in Hollywood, Florida, on Christmas Day, 1962. Next week, we'll have another Justin Ring segment featuring his orchestras, but for now, here are three of his compositions played by others. Quiet and listen, for I have a Christmas surprise for you. 
I found Grandma's music box up in the attic, and I've had it all fixed up, and it's just as good as new. Listen. Wait, just let me wind it up. Now listen. Thank you. 
Brunswick studio band under the direction of Victor Young, credited on the label of Victor 6882 as Victor Young and his orchestra, with Dancing Notes, composed by Justin Ring and recorded July 1st, 1931. On the Embassy label, the band was credited as the Southern Syncopators. On Brunswick 41390, they were the Orquesta de Carter, and on the Australian Panacord release, the Panacord Concert Orchestra. Before that was Justin Ring telling the kids the story of finding and restoring Grandma's music box. Accompanying the music box on Halloween 1935 was the Victor Novelty Orchestra. Grandma's music box is from the Toyland Suite, written by Ring and Frederick Hager. We started the set with another Hager-Ring collaboration, Swanee Smiles from Victor 18981. That was Clyde Dewar and his orchestra, August 29th, 1922. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com, or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. Pianist, bandleader, and composer William Francis Wurgis was born on the same day as Justin Ring, June 28th, but 18 years later in 1894 in Buffalo, New York. In 1917, he was working as a professional musician at the Iroquois Hotel in Buffalo, but was inducted into the Army on September 4, 1918. He was honorably discharged just a few months later on February 27, 1919, after which he provided piano accompaniment for singers on the vaudeville circuit. On July 24, 1918, he married Alice M. Myers in Buffalo, and their son, William R. Wurgis, was born in 1922. Around 1924, he joined Harry Reeser's band, and over the next 40 years, worked as pianist, organist, arranger, band leader, and session supervisor. He was heard regularly on radio, including the popular detective drama Gangbusters, and was a prolific composer of popular songs, religious material, and commercial jingles. Fun fact, perhaps his best-known number was the Chiquita Banana Jingle, a portion of which you heard at the top of the show. He died September 28, 1971, in East Norwich, New York, and is buried in East Farmingdale. Here are three from William F. Wurgis. The brook that flows along seems to say it is spring. Each bird that sings a song spends the around for a home of their own while I wonder why I must wander alone so all the world may ring 
William Wurgis's orchestra and Afraid of You, written by Archie Gottler, Eddie Davis, and Lou Daly. That was an instrumental take from a March 30, 1928 Brunswick session intended for sale in Germany, but it was also recorded in the same session as a vocal with Frank Munn, issued in the U.S., U.K., and Australia. Before that, the Ritz Quartet, tenors Alex Mason and Arthur Herbert, baritone Beale Evans, and bass Jesse Phillips, with Sweet Elaine, composed by Harry Armstrong, with the words by Richard H. Gerard. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but I hear references to My Sweet Adair from 1915 in that tune. The piano accompanist was William Wurgis, who also wrote the arrangement. Brunswick 3962 was recorded April 11, 1928. We started a tribute to William Morgis with William Morgis and his orchestra and the Glory of Spring. That December 11, 1928 Brunswick session also included an instrumental take for issue in Germany, but we heard Scrappy Lambert and the vocal take, issued as catalog number 4169, again also released in Australia. I'm Glenn Robison and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. Last week I played the 1936 San Francisco and mentioned the 1925 San Francisco by Harry Carlton and Harry Condor and the 1928 San Francisco by Juan Maldonado Jr. Now you probably think I'm going to play one or both of those. Nope. I don't have either one, but I do have these other San Francisco songs.
started that San Francisco set with the San Francisco Souvenir March, written by Pietro Dero for the Panama Pacific International Exposition of 1915, and performed there by Dero, credited on the label of Victor 18189 as simply Pietro, on July 13, 1916. Next was Billy Murray on San Francisco Bay, composed by Gertrude Hoffman with the words by Vincent Bryan, from the three-act musical A Parisian Model. It opened at the Broadway Theater on November 27, 1906, and ran for 179 performances. Billy recorded on San Francisco Bay for Columbia, Xenophone, and Busy Bee, as well as Edison, which we heard from Edison 4-Minute Cylinder number 703, made in April of 1911. We finished with Peacock Strut from another Edison 4-Minute Cylinder, number 3360, Take C, recorded June 19, 1917. So, what does Peacock Strut have to do with San Francisco? Well, the xylophonist and composer was Lou Chiha, better known as Frisco. But don't let a true San Francisco hear you refer to the city as Frisco. our part to keep alive the music of the 1920s and 30s. This is Rapidly Rotating Records, Sunday evenings at 6 on KISL-FM 88.7 Avalon and available anytime on demand online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. You're no doubt familiar with the grammatically incorrect songs Me and My Shadow and Me and the Man in the Moon. 
which of course should be my shadow and I, and the man in the moon and I. But of course strictly adhering to rules of grammar creates lyric challenges. There are lots of other less well-known me-and songs, and here are three of them. We'll have some kissing, no one's here To look or listen, just me and the clock Tickety-talk and you, just you Pa and Ma are with relations for tonight For inspirations, just me and the clock Tickety-talk and you We'll spoon from seven to nine, oh what a time We'll kiss about ten, eleven to one Think of the fun, and then we'll kiss again while our hearts go loop the loopy, we'll be here and make a loopy, just me and the clock, tickety talk and you.
used to be that way too. Just look at me now. I've forgotten how to run. Nothing's going to get me down. Me and mine are doing fine. We don't worry if the sun don't shine. Here's hoping that you're doing the same. Me and mine are doing fine. We keep smiling all along the line. Here's hoping that you're doing the same. They say times are getting harder. We don't know what that means. Though there's nothing in the larder, we're all full of beans. Oh, me and mine are doing fine. We hang our troubles on the old clothesline. Here's hoping that you're doing the same. Oscar Rabin and his Romany band playing at the Astoria Dance Hall on Charing Cross Road, London, with Me and Mine Are Doing Fine, written by Reginald Connolly and Harry Woods. The vocal trio on that British Sterno 78, number 1196, was the Three Ginks, Elsie Carlyle, Sam Brown, and Fred Douglas. We started the set with Roy Ingram and his orchestra with the vocal chorus by Roy Ingram and an unidentified male trio, and Me and the Clock. Brunswick 4366 was recorded in May of 1929 and also issued in Australia. Me and the Clock, Tickety Talk and You, was composed by Pete Wendling, with the lyrics by Jack Meskill and Billy Mann. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had even half as much fun as I did, then I had at least twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and in the meantime, have a happy, safe, and meaningful Independence Day holiday. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>